Okay, welcome back to Black Mesa Radio with your hosts, Seth, Nate, and Chase. And our special guest host, Denton Field. Hello, everybody. From uh, Tulsa. So let's and be- Josh. We oh, yeah, I guess Josh. Josh. And Josh. Josh is here. He's not important. He's, He's here not as well. Talk tonight. He's just here in spirit. All right. Hello, everybody. Here we go. So we're going to talk about microtransactions, ruining video games. Okay, let's talk about that. But first, can we talk about how Chase ringed me in your last episode? What? That so, was oh, episode, episode one? That was like episode one. That was like six episodes ago for us. We oh, really? Was it? Yeah, Ancient we haven't, history. We haven't posted The only episode yet. I've ever heard is Chase going, no, I don't want Ditton on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, and then Nate stuck up for me. So thank you, Nathan. Because Nathan's a You're good welcome. Friend. Nathan's a good friend. Also, I hate Chase. He is. <laughs> well, who doesn't? We hate Chase, and I'm the only one who's had a podcast experience outside of you guys. It's That's true. true. Although we are halfway to the amount of episodes that you've had. <laughs> we're, we're crawling yeah, up that your back, project, Denton. That project did not last very long. Broventure Time Season 2 might come back around, though. Uh, it was a so good- everybody, everybody listening, go check out Broventure Time on, on iTunes. <laughs> no, don't it's do official. it. Denton's a saboteur. You guys have a... Uh, <laughs> I'm like not a saboteur. We share audiences. This <laughs> is collaboration. Well, apparently we do now. Each other. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't no, we automatically audience. do, because all of my audience will go listen to this one. You're welcome. And Thank all you. of our audience will go listen to your podcast. So this does mean I get to Rochambeau you, right? No. What? That's what we agreed on. What has that ever been the, a good thing? In the previous episode. There was no agreement. That was you just drunkenly shouting. What? That's half of what didn't... That I didn't. Oh. Chase Ooh, says, "Burn you just got radio. I was looking at I was, I was looking at you on the uh, on the old cam there, and uh, so we're talking about microtransactions, correct? Yeah, basically. Yes. Look Seth, at me getting all. Well, I didn't. I didn't want to make this <laughs> like all about pro. me, but well, but you're like the one that pro. said that you could rant on this for hours. So I, I could kind of just tell us now, what your problem is, and we'll, we'll go. Microtransactions. What's the problem? Is, the so most interesting conversation in the world. Well, go microtransactions ahead. is just okay. Video games." Okay. Now, 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 Ditton's facing me. It's being, and what, what are you doing? <laughs> Put him down. This is distracting. Put him down. <laughs> Turn him away. Put him in the corner. Make him face the corner. All I see is a fan and a thumb. Don't, 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 Chase. What are you doing? You're gonna mess up the levels. God, freaking amateur hour. The levels over here. were fine. Anyway, we'll just edit all this out. Yeah, we will. <laughs> I will. I hate editing. I wish we didn't do that. Josh does. I it. I hate editing too. Leave but it in, it, man. It helps. No, 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 no. I'm not saying I hate. I'm not saying that. Like oh. I'm saying, I don't like the concept of it. Nathan doesn't enjoy the fact that I edit the podcast. It should just be live, just like free, loosey goosey. That's how my my podcast, Bro Venture Time, is. Oh, no, Another no, no, plug for a Bro Venture Time. How this in general, loosey goosey. <laughs> anyway, microtransactions. Um, the problem with microtransactions is. Well, there are multi, there are different types. I mean, the, the main type that's, that's bad is the, the pay to win. Cause, you know, there's a type where if you buy, you know, strictly cosmetic or, you know, things that just. Like League. Yeah, like League of Legends. Cause in League of Legends, you can buy, like, skins for your champions, which gives you no advantage whatsoever. You None. Can, you can buy, uh, 
rune pages, which lets you have additional layout, uh, not layouts, like setups for your character, which really doesn't really give you that much of an advantage. Again, you're explaining things we all know. They don't all know. Yeah, but the listener might not know. The listener might not know it either. Ah. And also, the fact that you can buy, you can buy stuff to level up your account faster, but that doesn't matter because you can get to level 30 and play rank matches and be terrible still. It doesn't increase your skill. That's not play to win. And they're all optional. But there are games, you know, like on the app stores and stuff where, like, uh, but are they popular? And they're very popular. They can be. What, what are they? Like play to win games that are popular. Play to win games that pay are popular. Win. Like uh, what? Pay to win. Sorry. Pay to win games that are popular. Uh, there was name one. Candy Crush. Uh, candy, name one. Candy Crush name three. Candy Crush <laughs> three. You don't candy hate. Crush is not a game that you compete with, is it? I guess not. But um, that's just Clash you, of Clans. You, uh, yeah, well, that's a time currency game, which is still There's only pay other, to win. Because it's pay to win, but it's a great business model. It's because it's, it's an a, addictive it's terrible game. Terrible for video games. It's, it's not pay to win because you can you can you can still play Dun- without oh, paying. What's it called? Um, you just get an advantage for having freemium? money, no, which there's, I, it's, there's last I checked, this is America. What? It's <laughs> called like, it's called like Dungeon Touché. Lord or something like that. It was it was a game that used to be out a long time ago where you play as like the villain. You build a dungeon, dungeon. You fill it with traps and stuff, and you get all this loot. And then heroes come and try to take it from you. And Sounds kinky. It is very, but um, like it was a game like in the in the late nineties, early two thousands on PC, and then somebody brought it back. But they brought it back as like an app where you you can pay to you know to get certain things and pay to make things go faster. Where from what I heard, there was one point where unless you paid, you literally couldn't advance because the amount of currency it took to get to something would have taken you like days upon days upon days upon days to gather that is i mean i i agree that that's frustrating but also you can make the argument that people don't have to play it so they don't that's yeah. true but the thing is microtransactions are leaking into everything look at the sim uh, like look at uh not the sims yeah the sims also but really a uh, sim city 5 where yeah a game that tanked terribly because of the way they did it but it's 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 still becoming too prevalent where like they'll have you know they have the tiny little plot of land which was way smaller than prevalent but not successful. I think there's a difference a difference there. I mean it's definitely successful in the mobile market, but I don't think it's become successful yet in the online market. You know like and I don't with, think it will with PC gamers and stuff like that. Well, but it, it has become popular with you know if we're going to talk about consoles like DLC. There's companies that will purposely not release full games uh, just so they can release the DLC. Mass Effect Three. Yeah, that's one. It had a, D- a DLC that somebody found was already on the disc of the game. <laughs> and really? Like in the coding? Like it was already in the coding of the game, fully there. It was just locked until they decided to unlock it via you paying for a DLC. And you know what? I just got into it, and that's why I kind of like PC gaming better. Just because it's a little bit cheaper on the PC anyways, and I feel like they're not a bunch of jerks all the time on pc like ea games good lord (laughs) ea is the devil in the gaming world and everybody knows it bastard gifting like sell your soul to them in order to play their game like give us all your password and your social and all this stuff before you can make an account therefore you can play sign over your firstborn son but i did but that's a triple a that's like triple a titles that that typically have that problem and if if you guys haven't been noticing like consoles have been going down I think our generation is the only generation that still plays consoles. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I don't, I barely play my console. Anyway, it's, but it's like a Netflix box for me. Exactly. Right. 
Like I have but it, it, on Prime. to to counter this argument, just to play devil's advocate. That's fine. The biggest game in the world right now, as far as professional major league gaming or whatever, whatever the world they're trying to make that into a real sport. What league. is it? Esports is it league. It's not league. It league is, is it coming. League is number one. Dota. Is Dota. League Dota. And then uh, Smite. Smite. Smite's another one. I've which which they're releasing. It's fun. It's it's basically League, but third person view. It's third person over the shoulder. It's got some different. So it mechanics. takes some skill. It actually takes skill. That sounds way but better than League. That's you my whole. They're releasing it on gods. Xbox One. Yeah, it's all like Greek gods versus like Norse gods and Roman like you gods, can pick, Chinese yeah. gods. Smite. So it's it's that really cool. Awesome. It is fun. It's, it's awesome. really cool, and it's like the third largest pot as far as gaming is concerned. Mm. Uh huh. Like prize money again. I, I watched the Smite World World Championship or whatever, and it's terrible ESPN knockoffs. It's a bunch of people trying their best, but uh, God bless them. A, they're trying. Oh, they're trying. They're trying so hard. Uh, it's but here's the thing: it's free to play, and you can buy you can buy like skins and stuff. It's all optional. exactly okay. Well, I mean, that's free to play model. For Dota, sure. Isn't Dota free to play? Yeah, Dota's, Dota's free, free and play. League is free. So that's three and of League the world's free. biggest games well, that are uh, three tell me biggest how... Heroes of the Storm, major which is the new league. one from Blizzard. The three biggest Major League gaming are all free to play. Hang on. Blizzard made something that's free? Yeah, Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Really? And isn't Hearthstone free? Yeah, Hearthstone's Hearthstone free. Hearthstone is free. I didn't know Blizzard made Hearthstone. That's yeah. another game that's free. That's Dude, one of the Hearthstone biggest. Hearthstone is that's awesome, a fun by game. the way. Anyway, continue. They're, because these games are all, they've all found out that the model works of giving them something that they want to play that's addictive, that's fun, and don't charge, fun, them, for it. That's and the don't charge them for it. Business model. Then you upsell them afterwards with cool skins that make them say so, different things, like the Iron Man skin for for uh, Mercury or whoever, you know, whichever person you're playing as. And the the thing about Hearthstone's a little different, I guess, but it's like any card game like Magic or whatever, where you know you can buy packs. That'll give. It's like buying a booster pack, and it'll give you exactly. cards. And it does like technically, Magic is the biggest play to uh, play yeah, to pay to win. One hundred percent, it really is. Oh, but it's so fun. But yet, it's still a legitimate tournament. You know what? I never thought of it that way, but it totally is. Just because it's a physical card game instead of like just playing it online, but it totally is. No, that's a, when Mary and I really started getting into it, and Cody and Seth were also really starting to get into it. Um, one night she got not mad, but really frustrated because Cody spent about, I don't know, 30, $40 building a deck. Like yep. just, he looked up powerful decks online and then he just bought those cards individually and built that deck. Yep. Um, and then and it, it was, worked great. Yeah, no, it was amazing. And it was a good, it was a well-built deck, but it was frustrating for her because she, you know, pieced all of her decks together from cards that she got in boosters and stuff that we got from like buying, uh, you know, a thousand pack stuff like that. And she was really proud of those. And then she was really mad <laughs> that, you know, you can just look it up and pay to win basically. It's kind of like sports on steroids versus not on steroids. I think it's just a lot more exciting if you don't put it on steroids. Steroids like, should be mandatory. That way everybody's on the same plane. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Steroids should, should be mandatory. That way everybody's hitting home. They, they should have crazy. Two, they should have you two make laser balls. One with steroids and one without. <laughs> one where you can go buy the cards individually and see what you can make and make the best deck, or you can randomly create it via. So you have like chance. magic for you, kids you do who know. have poor parents and magic for like kids who have rich parents. Exactly. You do know that's, like the they, they have that. You know they have that, right? What? It's called a draft. 
Yeah, that is what a draft is. It's a draft tournament. Like they oh, do those oh, where you all get, the time. Yeah, it's a legitimate yeah. thing. I really like that. Draft that, tournaments are cool. It's a great idea. The problem with draft tournaments is they're expensive. Um because it's the same price for everybody though. Because you get all new stuff. It is the same price for everybody, but it's I mean if you and don't nobody have the money, has an advantage over anyone. I agree. It's luck you. of the draw. Not, not necessarily. Because some people are just going to be better at building a deck. Yeah, well, like, hang on. Though, but that's just which, skill, hang on, just, just, which has nothing to do with skill. money. It's but just then we're skill. saying that having skills is an advantage. Which it is. Yeah. But the thing then is, we're saying it's not right. It's practicing not eight hours a day at basketball means you have an advantage at taking a shot. Right. Means which your three pointer is way better than mine. That way, you shouldn't be in the same league as me. You know what? You're taller than me. You shouldn't be in the same league as me. You're blacker than me. You're blacker than me. Everybody's blacker than you. You're so white. That's I am point, Chase. <laughs> but that's, but that's, I mean, that's, if you're taking this argument to the furthest extent, that's where you're going with it. Yeah, I agree. But that, that's an acceptable Speaking advantage. Speaking of that's blacker. A, that's, that's an, an Yeah, because otherwise you're a racist, Seth. Thank you, Denton. <laughs> Let it be known. You heard it Seth here first. Seth is a racist. <laughs> heard, heard it here, here first, folks. Yeah, everybody already knew it. You guys are from Oklahoma. You're from Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm making fun of Oklahoma here. If I anybody, so here's the disclaimer. Everybody from Oklahoma is a bunch of dirty racists. Whatever. This is O City. We're classy here. Uh, can you guys next time put my put the phone on a lazy Susan in the middle? Nope. <laughs> so we can spin it. So that genius. So that whenever I watch you guys, it looks like that '70s show. We'll just you, stick. You it. Know, Josh, I <laughs> yes. realize he's only seen like a corner of my right arm. We can just stick you to the ceiling, fam. Really? Uh, <laughs> this. So who 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 does your audience consist of, guys? Me. Let me we ask you guys some personal questions. You're our here. audience right now. There's a sex bot <laughs> that listens to our stuff. I think. Insofar no. as sex bots listen to things, we have a sex bot that listens to our podcast. No, basically we haven't post. We're waiting to get to six, and this is number six, by the way. And then we were going to post oh. them. That way we have Hold a little bit one. of a backlog. Um, and so. Like, but then you just gave away your trade secret. Yep. Yeah, for Dude, all those other people that Netflix are Netflix has there. been releasing doing that. Like forever, releasing whole seasons at a time rather than just. Have you seen Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? It's amazing. That show is fantastic. Unbreakable. They alive. Did you notice how, like, okay, Josh, you've watched the whole whole season. Yeah, I've seen the whole thing. I. Spoilers. This kind of bugged me after. uh, Spoilers alert. This. No, no, no. We're not going to talk about any spoilers. Did it bug you? Did you notice how, like, every male character. In that show is either the devil or made effeminate. Yeah, I did notice that because um, the only, well, I mean, you can make the arguments that Dong is not, um, but that's about it. Like every other guy is either gay. I forgot about him. Stupid or evil. There's no like. There's not many positive males. Dong the women is the, on the show aren't super impressive either. No, that's a hundred percent true. Also, um, this, this say, is true. I would say Dong and Kimmy are the most like well-rounded characters. And Dong, Dong is cool. Dude, he's my favorite. He and I'm not like critiquing the show in any like sort of sort of way. Except but for all the because that, you just said that show is fantastic. I love it in every way possible, and I really don't care. It's just it, it struck me. It struck me. Yes, in every way. Wow. Let your imagination run wild. Um, it just struck me as odd that that was. No, I agree. I I, I did notice that as well. Um, I just I don't know what that means. But then what, also, what, what most, they, the feminization of American culture. Most of the female characters. Is that a bad? What is that bad? I don't know. Is it? Is it in? Most of the. Is, is it? Is you're a very bearded man. I don't know. So is it, is it Ben? 
Beard's a pretty masculine dog. I guess I don't have to be. If yeah, but I put beard, oil in my beard. Which is As a matter of fact, I put I put this in my Sponsored beard. Sponsored by what's that? Say? This episode of the podcast brought to you by L'Oreal. <laughs> L'Oreal beard oil. What's that cheap crap? It's run no, no. from the beards of the manliest men, bottled by here's, L'Oreal. Here's, here's something I was talking to a friend of mine about last night because <laughs> they were asking me about like beards and like, do you get that super expensive beard oil? Because I do, and I was like, no. Who do you go to whenever you need to talk about hair? Do you go to a man with man stuff? No. You go to a woman because they know about hair. Men so have I go to the, I go to, they go to, I go to the woman's aisle for the, where their conditioners are. I get this oil for, for dry to coarse hair. It's an, it's a conditioning oil nice. for dry to coarse hair and it is the best thing ever. And it's like $4. Well, I just dip where... my beard in bacon grease when I'm frying up some bacon. The the stuff I put in my hair I bought in like the African American there really is like an African American section of like No there is. Yeah, yeah. It was I I was like, What? But like at Walgreens I bought it in the African American section and it was like this huge freaking thing of like this cocoa butter, I don't even know what it is. Dude, that stuff is the best. Yeah. Dude, that's exactly what my beard is. Like cocoa I have butter. like Jewish head hair and then African American facial hair. It is so true. Once again, guys, you could be a CIA ever. operative. You could like pass as like anything. <laughs> just send me wherever you want to, guys. <laughs> yeah. There's a guy at my church actually who uh, he works with this com- this organization called Voice of the Martyrs. You guys probably heard of him. But uh, one of the things that this guy. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> all of us are shaking our heads. <laughs> one of the things that this guy does is he's he's in charge of the whole group of people that are in Iraq right now, like pulling out Christian refugees and things like that. And half of the year, he's in Iraq, Afghanistan, and places what? like that. And his beard's more glorious than mine. And we were we were talking because I I kind of want to go do this stuff. Like it's illegal, like Bible smuggling type stuff. Like you'll get your head chopped off, uh, smuggling people out, kind of a thing. Like it's this really yeah. like crazy cool stuff. But yet, like all the illegal background that I already have. So like. He was telling me, uh, just being over there in that part of the world, having a beard is like the norm and not having a beard, like you standing out like a sore thumb, even if you're a white guy, but if you have a beard, you just, you just blend in. Isn't that crazy? You can't have a beard, man. Do you, yeah. do you know if he talked about having a mustache or not with the beard? Cause I uh, think you're technically not supposed to. He, we just kind of talked about beards at that point. It wasn't like a full blown conversation about you know, the, the technicals right, of, right, of it. Yeah. Anyway. Josh, anyway. Josh and me are sitting here only being able to grow this goatee. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah. Not the, the Rocky Turnage goatee. Grandpa can Sorry, grow I'm a beard. To say full, full blown names. You can say full blown names. Rocky Turnage. I still don't understand. Of Rocky Turnage construction. Turnage construction. Why can't you? We two? don't have a jingle. Stick it, Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did have a jingle. I was like, well, have I never heard this? No, that's what John Walker used to walk around saying. He'd go, Turnage construction, singing their song, stuff like that. It's goofy. So, Josh, uh, I heard you were selling your house. The rich one. Yeah, dude, totally. Um, Congratulations. We're gonna, we're getting it cleaned up, and we're gonna put it on the market. It's gonna be good. Um, we're gonna build one, so that'll be fun. Uh, who, who are you going with? Who am, I, who am I going with to build my house? We're just playing the market, see who gives us the best offer. No, we're gonna go with my dad, obviously. Or, or whoever built that church off of the highway. Yeah. All those houses that got hit by a tornado didn't, didn't 
blow down. Those are those are alternatives. There's a Mexican curse on those. There's a Mexican curse. Mm. What does that even mean? It's exactly what it sounds like. Oh, okay. Wow, this curse. podcast but got Mexican. way more racist. Oh, it just does that sometimes. Are we just going to hit every race on this one? Why not? We could try. Um, Everyone so- that's here right now. Okay. Now. Did you guys hear the story about when about we were in racism. Germany? I can't. You, you and Chase were talking at the same time. Say that again. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Did you guys ever hear the story about when we were in Germany and we were, uh, my dad and my brother were ordering some sauerkraut with their meal and the waitress was taking our order and my dad just goes, yeah, and I'll take some kraut to go with that. And, uh, the, the waitress goes, excuse me? <laughs> like, what did you say? And, and my dad just says it as straight face as possible right to her. Yeah, I'll have some kraut. <laughs> it's just like, uh, 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 racism k- kicked out kicked out of a bar in England and almost kicked out of a restaurant in Germany. Uh, he didn't know, but he's old enough to. Have I was gonna say, how did he not know? <laughs> uh, my dad's a goober. If you haven't noticed, <laughs> your dad's awesome. How did that? Uh, how did his Civil War reenactment go? Oh, it went really well. Did he win? <laughs> Actually, they did. The South died, rose though. again. It was weird. Did I? Did I send you those pictures? No, no, you didn't. Because I, since I got my camera back from being stolen, I my three hundred millimeter lens, my long throw lens, I have it back now, and I was taking all these pictures of the of the actual day. So I'm I'm having a blast, you know, just taking photos and stuff, and I'm got getting these really cool close up shots of my dad, and they're all in the line firing and stuff, and then suddenly my dad just throws his gun in the air and it falls over, and like, <laughs> so my in my camera it's. One of him shooting, and like it looks real cool, and there's like smoke coming out of his gun, and the other, the one right after that, he's down on the ground and like writhing in pain. <laughs> that's kind of cool. And, and it turns out like that's what that's a thing they they apparently all try to uh, live up the best the best death and like <laughs> drag awesome. it out as much as possible. So it's history. <laughs> it's history based classical rest. Or it's I like, would like get shot and yeah. just lay on the battlefield and just. Scream, it's old people like, larping. Ah! It's professional wrestling. Ah! Like it's make it as wrestling mixed terrible. with LARPing, oh mixed gosh. with a history class. That's hilarious. That sounds like my crap. Dude, LARPing in history <laughs> class. That's a good idea to like study battles and stuff. A LARPing you know what that's called? Class? A Civil War reenactment. Yeah, that is true. Look. But do it with everything, even things that didn't have battles. Just throw For it battles that haven't even happened yet. Have you guys seen that uh, like great war documentary like, on Netflix? Between, like, the moon people and the Earth people. <laughs> the <laughs> like, Ooh. The, the moon like colonies are getting too powerful. Earth's got to take them down. And the moon colonies, but they're like super advanced. They like find some alien technology or something, and they like I don't know. Buried deep within the moon. Yeah, buried deep within the moon. <laughs> they're like mining. Two thousand one. The moon. The moon is actually like a giant engine. No, it's not. Too, it's close though. <laughs> Similar. Um, I've never seen the last act of that movie. You're not missing anything. It gets giant really, space babies and weird stuff. Honestly, Seth's not exaggerating. That's what it is. It's it's like a creepy. It's a, Creepy room, a like ten minute long scene of colors flashing. Not exaggerating, and then uh, a cr- another creepy oh. room, and then a space baby. The You're end. talking about two thousand one. Yeah, <laughs> what you call getting Kubricked. Spoilers, by the way, for anybody who hasn't seen that movie that came out in seventy six. Right. Oh, I was thinking to say two thousand one was a long time ago, so you can spoil it. Yeah, no joke. Even the title was. <laughs> Dude, speaking of like space ago. and stuff, one thing that I was going to try and talk about on the podcast today was we were talking about like Ganymede, Europa, and. <laughs> Insulatus. Insulatus, is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Enceladus. 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 
Enchiladas. Yeah, I love enchiladas. Let's talk about enchiladas. So, Ganymede, Europa, and enchiladas. Is there life in enchiladas? <laughs> Hopefully not. Enchiladas? You're, you're get, it, makes, it makes life grow it in your gut. It depends on what restaurant you're going to. Yeah. It gives you gut bacteria. But, but good probiotics. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a fecal transplant. That's all it is. Ooh. Mm, gross. Mm. Um, that is disgusting. So anyway, saves your life though. Europa Dude, Ganymede. I will donate poop to you anytime. <laughs> I'll mail it to your house. house. I'm sure you have before. We're, ne- we're never. <laughs> yeah, but that gets taken away by the city. So continue, Josh. It's about taxes, how they found life. Bro. Josh, talk about space, and so we don't talk about poop anymore. Talk about a space peanut. Josh, you're the you one who brought up poop, poop to though. To be fair, <laughs> I know I did. That's my fault. Would you donate poop to me? I would. If I want it. If I just wanted hey, it. Hey, before <laughs> we get to the space talk, because I really want to talk about space. Okay, what's up? But w- back to the battle reenactment. Have you guys seen that uh, documentary on Netflix, uh, Warriors of Paint, or something like that? Uh uh-uh. uh No. It's about the D-Day reenactment in uh, up here in Tulsa. Oh, the it's one in with Miami, the, the paintball one. Yeah, it's oh, about awesome. the paintball D-Day reenactment, and there's like five thousand people there. Yeah, I want. Dude, we should go do this. I want to do that. I've wanted to do that since they started doing it. There's like actual Germans that do it. There's a guy here who do- goes and does it. Actual Germans. genuine Germans, Whoa. imported from Germany. <laughs> like they 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 fly over every year. These real Germans come in. They follow them on this on on the the documentary. They are pretty oh, cool. fish aisle. One of the one of the Germans that comes every year is one of uh, Hitler's. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no way! Hang on, hang on, hang on! I'll think of it. I'll think of it. One of his clones, Brazilian God. clones. It took you that oh, long to think of the word to clone. To get that out. I'm so glad I did, though. I don't. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, so like everybody's complaining about how hot it is because people come from all over the country, and we're already used to the heat here in Oklahoma, so uh-huh. we should just go do it anyway. I'm in. Yeah, I'm like seriously, and I've wanted to do it since my cousin Corey told me about it when it first started, back when he was doing professional paintball. Uh, do you guys want to be on the yeah, Allied side or the Nazis? Um, I'm an American, so I would rather be on the Allied side. Mm-hmm. I've always thought of myself as a Nazi. We know. See, yeah. see, Chase, you're right, right in my alley because <laughs> I was watching this documentary, and they have like three to four times the amount of people on the Allied side. Oh, then it might actually be more fun so, to be like, a Nazi. It case. would be so much more fun. I heard to that be a Nazi. So you I heard like the Nazi side like doesn't eight. usually uh, the doesn't usually lose. Like the Allied side almost always loses. That's because Jesus was there when we stormed the beaches. But I mean, Going I, I of us and Amen <laughs> guiding our bullets into the Nazi faces. Oh my God, that's terrible. Okay, so anyway, on the beaches. So go check out the documentary. It's really good. It's on I Netflix. will. I mean, I didn't know it was about Tulsa, so that makes me. It's, it's not Tulsa. It's not about Tulsa. It's about Ooh, Miami good. and the guy who does oh, it. Oh, dude, Miami's where my I have a place we can stay because my uh, some of my like aunt and uncles live there. On you Mary's mean side. they have a place we might be able to stay if we ask them? For if we said the we're going to do a reenactment, no realist. I want to say real quick for all the listeners, we we are saying Miami, which is spelled like Miami in Florida, but it is based out of a Native American tribe. So we're not retarded. Just FYI. In case anybody who is not, you know, Josh's parents are listening to this. Hi, Mom and Dad. <laughs> hey, Mom. Hi, Josh. They Hi, don't Rocky listen to this. <laughs> they don't. They don't listen. No one listens to this yet because none are published yet. Anybody so out of we'll Oklahoma, just FYI, because you guys aren't as familiar with the ridiculous amount of Native American tribes in America. It is. It is ridiculous. We had a whole class for it. far too many. 
This is just yeah. I, I didn't think I'd it have was a class more depressing than Russian history. Then I took Native American history. Speaking of Trail of Tears, what about space, Josh? Speaking of Trail of Tears, um, so what? my biggest point that I wanted to talk about tonight was Ganymede, Europa, and enchiladas, um, or what was this? I said I said Enceladus. Enceladus or Enceladus, whichever one you You're want. You're Enceladus. Chase or Seth or Denton. Anyway, I am quoting Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, boom! Hey, he took away Pluto. Oh. Yeah, for good reason. I agree, for good reason. Anyway, so my point is, those three um, moons, I guess, of Saturn and Jupiter, have all three been confirmed that they have liquid, like saline, warm. <laughs> you all right? I was way away from the mic. It sorry. just sounded like you get murdered. That's all it was. <laughs> oh no! Um, on the show. Anyway, what a folks. terrible way to witness a murder on FaceTime. <laughs> so anyway, these three moons um, all have been confirmed to have like warm saline oceans that are warm by thermal vents, yeah. and you know they they have the best possibilities of harboring life that we've ever seen, like in our solar system and obviously anywhere else, because we can't see other planets really clearly. Um, so I just but we can't see what makes up their atmosphere. No, we can't. That's true. Um, but which is crazy, isn't it? Light years away, hundreds, yeah, but, thousands. Of but you need it as light. True, yeah. the electromagnetic spectrum opened up the entire universe for us. Like fifty years ago, out of all the time that man has had, fifty years is when we actually started discovering. But anyway, what I'm saying is, it's just neat that you know they're in our backyard. You know that stuff we can figure out. But like, my biggest question is one: How do we do it? Two. <laughs> Sorry, continue. I'm not laughing at you. Okay. <laughs> you know, how do we do it without cross-contaminating? Like, it, I think that'd be really difficult. Well, they, they actually, like, they have a good model of it on Earth. We do. Yeah. That giant lake under Antarctica. Yeah, that we haven't got to because I'm we're just saying we have of... a good model to f- try to figure it out with. Oh, well, okay. We've, we've kind of gotten to it because we've pulled out live specimens of plants, or I should say frozen specimens of plants. Under Antarctica, I believe it was the Russian. Well, but no, but that's not, not, that's, not this specific that's not lake. the specific place. Oh, okay. This is a giant lake uh, that's frozen. They know that there's liquid water down there. I don't know how they test it for it, but they know that there is. Probably some type of sonar. Yeah. Well, anyway, they, like, they, they've tested for it, and they know there's liquid water down there, and they were trying to drill down into it, and they realized, oh, wait, let's not do this, mm. because if we get down there, we're going to contaminate it. So they're trying to figure out how to They're trying to figure out how to get down to it yeah. without contaminating it. Gotcha. You go up from the bottom. Man, go up from the bottom. That's what I always do. I, I wish, I wish you guys could see Dan's face right now. <laughs> because he's giggling. No, it's just like the most like, like incredulous. Just, I, I can't. I don't know. I, <laughs> I can't. I just can't imagine the face Alan would make after oh, that statement. Yeah, that totally. They, I get the, it, yeah. The, the viewers don't know Alan. Viewers, listeners the don't viewers. know Alan. Wow, this is great radio, guys. Anyway, we're only listened to by blind people. <laughs> so. I don't know. I just think that's neat. Do you guys think that there's a chance, like that there could be life down there because of the thermal vents, or do you think no? I'm just I'm curious about your opinions. All as a conservative Republican, <laughs> there's no such thing as anything else elsewhere. <laughs> okay, that's one. Boom. Case closed. Bible I mean, closed. Case. So closed. much for your topic, Josh. Hey, that's fine. I'm just truthiness just got you. Liberal. <laughs> there's. Already discovered life there. We got it, Coach. Thanks. That's all. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> America. Victory in Iraq. 
What are you saying? Like, Chase, what are you saying? There's already life there. We We're get converting to enchiladas because they're a better race than we are as a democratic liberal. What are you even saying? I don't think he knows. This is just speaking in non sequiturs from now on. <laughs> can, can I have another one of those cans? You can't. So anyway. I don't think you should. <laughs> Nathan, I'll Nathan, make more sense. No. Too late. This is the worst podcast. <laughs> this really is. This is I'm bad. so sorry. I told you not to have Denton on here. It's like, it's like, it's like when a band comes out with one album and you're like, God, this band's amazing, but they use up all their creativity on Dude, that first album. Dude, did we album. have that? Did we have that? Yeah, last week. <laughs> Are we amazing? <laughs> last week was so good, and this week she was like, Burr. Well, okay, so I play this video game. It's called Kerbal Space Program. Yeah! Yay. Love that Do you guys game. play it? Yeah, yeah, you know I play it. I I've didn't. talked to you about play it. playing I don't play it as much as either We've of you. We've talked about it. Like it. We have talked about it. You just didn't pay attention. You're not my Kerbal Space Program group on Facebook. There's a group? I wonder for why everything. this podcast is the worst. Anyway, anyway continue it. So, Kabbalah space program. Is, is somebody who Whoa. plays who's the Kabbalah the Jewish? Uh, Stop yeah. talking. And let let, let the Jews finish. Dude, this game is all about <laughs> orbital mechanics. Basically, it's uh, the Sims based around NASA. So you build and develop your own rockets and your own space program, and it has a mock solar system kind of a thing. Yeah. So it's all about like getting places, and it's incredibly difficult. It's yeah no it's really hard. I, I still haven't made it to the sounds moon. Fun. I uh, at oh, one really? point I launched a uh, a Kerbal way out into space and I got farther than I thought I did. Like I wasn't paying attention how far out I was and I didn't give him enough gas to get home. He didn't have enough fuel. So he's orbiting <laughs> so he's, he's been orbiting the moon. Horrible death. No, 24 no, years. They just live. He's been out there for like 500 years in the game time. In your game, my game yeah. has this thing where I put in resources where if they don't get enough food, oxygen or water, they die. Oh, it's a mod. Yeah. Wait, wait. What is this game called? Kerbal awesome. Space Program. Program. It is awesome. I told you about it a it's, while back. It, it starts out like really simple, and then it gets really, you guys told me really, about so many games, really like, difficult. Have these three hundred dozen <laughs> games? They're awesome. I built a PC once. And that's me. But, Kerbal is great. Well, I built a Hackintosh. Ew. <laughs> anyway, so on on this, there's a mod. Edit that out, please. So on oh. Kerbal Space Program, there's a there's a mod. That actually scales everything up to the actual size of the solar system. Really? That's cool. Yeah. And it is, like, if you think Kerbal Space Program is hard, it makes makes it actually almost impossible. And then you have, like, have this whole new respect for, like, what they do at NASA. Yeah, no joke. Anyway, so, uh, with that being said, yeah, we can totally do it. That gets us back to the topic of video games. No, well, with, no, with that being space. said, games. Space. that being said, we could totally be on another planet. It's just, it's not doable right now with the current funding. There's a, there's a couple things that need to happen, I think, first. True. Like what? Well, I think graphene. First you need a spaceship. <laughs> graphene, graphene, I think. Sheets, like the uh, really dense material that is pretty much immune to everything. Yeah, you know the uh, the unobtainium of materials. Exactly. Wonderflonium. <laughs> yeah, Flubber. I think graphene needs to be a regular usage material. Okay, something because the batteries that you can make from that, the just the the unlimited possibilities that you you could do with that. True. Yeah, dude, graphene would be awesome, but we're not quite there yet. No, and that's what I'm saying. We're not going to be there for a while. Uh, I don't think you were. Uh, perhaps you haven't heard of the podcast we had before. We talked about. The 
microwave propulsion system, which is something that science doesn't quite understand yet, but all they know is that it works. NASA specifically tested it. Is it like the solar sail? No, no, no it, it, it's something completely different. other. And I'm not going to explain it because NASA can't explain it. It's some type of microwave being shot into a box, and it pushes along whatever it is. They think it's because it's pushing against the quantum plasma vacuum of space, mm -hmm. but they're not entirely for sure. All they know is it works about ten times better than our current propulsion systems. Uh, the styrofoam is so loud. What are, yeah, what are you doing, Denton? They're so loud. Seriously, what the hell? He's got a giant styrofoam block. <laughs> is he really? Sorry. He's like squeezing. <laughs> Sorry. That's all I can hear. I was like, I don't even know what's going on. Are you making a I, cosplay? It, no, not not this episode. Um, Next episode. That's what our podcast is all about, by the way, Bro Venture Time. Uh, Hit us up on iTunes. I thought um, it was about hating Vito. And that too. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a conglomeration. I I actually read a few articles on that, and it's what I what I read was they they did notice that there was a, a certain amount of propulsion that they could achieve out of it. It's just it was so minute that it wasn't it wasn't uh, practical or even applicable. Oh, see, I, I read. Well, I wouldn't say the opposite, but I read that under the circumstances that they created, they they pushed out a certain uh, wattage to whatever system that this person had created. But they had uh, theoretically concluded that based upon this, uh, the same exact output, they could create a uh, a nuclear propulsion system using. Uh, you know, radiation instead of just basic electromagnetics. Not electro that would be that would be great. It's just getting that kind of like one radiation takes a lot of shielding for certain things, That's especially true. if you're talking about a man mission, which is heavy. From it. And then the heavier, the bigger the rocket. And then you're putting all of that. You're basically putting a nuclear warhead on a rocket, and you're firing it off. Over people's heads. Well, they're not going to let that happen for one. Are. They're nuclear powered. The silent submarines are nuclear. Right, but submarines don't go bad at one every, you know, ten flights. But you know what? That was, uh. Yeah, submarines don't fly. Rude. For one. <laughs> this is true. They don't. Yet. Yet. And that's, Whatever, that's probably dude. a made up, made up statistic like all of them. You guys but understand what submarines are. A rocket blew up on the launch pad last year. Yeah, it did. Speaking so. It's just, you can't, like, that's what, that was a proposed idea for nuclear waste. Shoot it into the sun, you know, like, it is a great idea. It would get rid of it, but you're just that much radioactivity. Like, it's too sensitive a material to Honestly, even risk that. Space elevator plus assembling things in space. Plus railgun. Well, again, no, like, no railgun. <laughs> if, if we want the ability to soar throughout the solar system, not just to the moon and not just to Mars, even with Mars, we still need probably a nuclear reactor uh, propulsion system. Definitely. But, yeah, in order to be able to go out throughout the solar system, we can't go through rocket fuel. Like, it's just not plausible. Haven't you heard of uh, the, heard chemical. Of the, the antimatter drive, the proposed antimatter drive? Oh, yeah. <sighs> the matter-antimatter collisions? Yeah. They use, like, a tiny amount, like, less than a less than a gram or something of antimatter. You know, that's... Get you to the get you to the Mar get you to the Mars. The crazy to the thing, Mars. the crazy thing about what everybody's Mars. proposing nowadays for uh, like uh, interstellar, or I should just say, uh, you know, local solar system propulsion, is that 
They're saying, well, based upon the rate that technology is advancing, we should be able to get here within 10 to 20 years. So they're basing what we can get to off of something not invented because technology is advancing super quickly, which I think is really cool and fascinating. And if it works, awesome. But if it doesn't, because I think what science allows you to discover is limited. But, but the whole, you got to take it all back to the, to the whole, I think we talked about this before. Yeah. About how, if you, if you look at what people predicted would, you know, today would be like 2015 would be like in like a, like 1894. Or in the 1980s. Yeah, like even that, it was completely different because discovery, different discoveries are made. Like right. people would never have predicted the internet the way it is now. It's just. Exactly. It's just, and like there may be some some, there may, something may come along that people never predicted that could get us to those so places. So it may not be the anti-drive, anti-matter drive system. It could be something we don't even know about right now. Like uh, specifically let's just say neutrinos, we don't really understand them at all because neutrinos are something that don't, they have like, this is just a made-up statistic, a 0.1% interaction with the physical world because they barely recognize their existence, but there's enough evidence out there to say that they definitely exist, but they don't exist with the physical world enough. So there's... There could be so many other things that don't recognize with the physical world. See, I think the future is in quantum computing. I you believe can, so too. You can which is, which is yourself to Mars? No, no. Well, quantum computing no. is is something that they've been doing where, you know how like uh, certain quantum entanglement. Yeah, quantum entanglement. You know, oh, one I particle see. spins here, another one spins there. Neat. They've been able to do things with it Neat in a computer system where you know zero one on off. So teleportation. Spin one it's, way, spin the other way. It's basically tel- basically teleportation, but of information, instantaneous transmission of information. How does so that get us to Mars? You I'm just on saying. The other side. No, it's not. No, a person. no, no. I'm just talking about computer. I'm talking about computer right now, and I'm saying that ones and zeros. That maybe Nothing about that Mars. figuring this out could lead into greater things. Okay. Because of the speed at which this takes place. Also, you'd be able like, to transmit messages like across like light years to there's people. A, there's a book that I read. Instantly. I've talked like, about. all computers would be the same computer. Yeah. Like, you. the book I read called uh, Debatable Space, which I've told a couple of y'all, y'all about, like, that's one of the biggest things. Like, they talk about how, like, space travel still takes a very long time, but information transmission is instantaneous because of... They, they, they don't explain it, but it's basically quantum entanglement. Yeah. Uh, where that's how their computers are, where they can travel light years in, like... An instant, like literally without any time passing at all. Didn't we talk about that with uh, the uh, understanding of calculus and the other guy pretty much getting it at the exact same time? That was a different. That was a different subject. A simultaneous that about, discovery. That's a different. That's yeah, that, a different, that was a different subject. That was more of a like, you know, people's minds being connected. Is that, that not the same though? It's not people's minds no. being connected. That's because the whole of well, humanity, uh, like you are not. We were talking about an quant- island. We were talking about quantum consciousness. That's how, what we were talking how about. How is quantum podcast. entanglement different than quantum consciousness? Because, because this we know exists. Because one thing is real. <laughs> oh yeah, because okay. okay. We're not we're not saying the other one doesn't exist, just we don't know the other I am. one exists. <laughs> well Ditton is saying that. Ditton saying we are not connected, that you are an individual. You are a phenomenon you, you of are an individual unique itself. snowflake. You are the only fully bearded person here. The rest of us are just half ass bearding it. He's got, sure. a sure. He's got we a point. We all have facial hair though. Anyway, I think the way to the stars is solar sails. Solar sails would be fantastic. Sail. (laughs) 
Solar sails are very interesting. Um, I don't know. They're launching one this year. Are we? I didn't know that that actually got greenlit. Yep. Uh, it's the Society of Planetary. I, I forget. Neil. Neil. Uh, Nerds, no, uh, basically. Bill Nerds. Nye. Yeah. Oh. No, Bill Nye is in so charge of the Planetary the Society. Is that what it is? I don't know. Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking Bill, about. Boo, I don't know what he's in charge of. He, 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 like, it was a, it's an organization that was started by, uh, what's his name? Billions and billions. What's his name? Uh, Carl Sagan. Dadgum, Carl, Carl Sagan. Sagan. Carl Sagan. I am so who sorry. Carl Sagan? I, I, it's, I have a memory recall issue. Calm down. Um, <laughs> I get you. Emperor Yes so is a really good song called Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan is a guy who started this whole society and Bill Nye is a guy who runs it now, but, the last solar sail that was sent up was on a rocket that exploded over the Atlantic. Yeah. So, again, why we can't send nuclear objects out just yet. Um, uh, it's a little dangerous. If we can get, it is a little dangerous. If we can get solar power to be more efficient, because, well, I mean, again, ju- just, within, just within my lifetime, we've went from half a percent to like 20%. But when we went from half a percent to 2%, people were crapping themselves because they were so excited. But then we went to like 20% efficiency. Uh, it's just, it's just mind boggling how much better everything's gotten. So if we can get solar efficiency to 50% or more, we could do incredible things. Again, I think that would have to be with, uh, graphene. graphene. Possibly. We'll see. What do you guys think about? To be able to use that much space, like it, it would be so dense. Like that's the thing because it's atomically structured perfectly. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes like sense. Like the same square footage that you could get out of a single solar cell now, you would get five, ten times the amount because of all the negative space that's filled up. I guess it would have to be, you know, really dense. But as we can see from, and you know, I'm not a PhD in physics. What? Correct. I'm not. But as we see from the effects of, uh, oh, what the heck is that called? Superconductors. The more complex the uh, material becomes, the higher the superconductance is. So perhaps if we get that specific complexity of structure, depending on, you know, the, the elements used in it, we could get a higher efficiency of uh, energy transfer, just as we see in superconductors. Oh, yeah, I bet. I guarantee it. That's why I'm telling you, man. Graphene is like the key to a lot of things right now. So I watched a thing on... Invest in that. That's the Dinfield tip for the day. What company is that? Can I, I have some money right now. I got 10 bucks. Molly Corp. <laughs> Molly Corp. It's going to be $100,000. Sounds like a drug. <laughs> Molly Corp. <laughs> no, seriously, Molly Corp. They do rare earth elements and graphene. So, cause I was looking to invest in rare earth elements for a little while there. Still am. But anyway, um. Listen to that conservative talk radio getting into gold. What? No. Dude, don't, don't buy gold. Note to everybody listening, gold is not going to keep you alive when the dollar hits the fan. It's going to be bread or just beef. Maybe invest in cows. Anyway, <laughs> Molly Corp sells shares of, uh, Ecstasy. No. <laughs> Way to make the same joke I did, Chase. Yeah. Well, I kind of made it uh, totally understandable. If I leave in the middle of the podcast, is that okay? <laughs> yeah, you gotta go. You're the only yeah. thing I'm looking at, Nathan. What? <laughs> look well, at we me, can turn buddy. you. We can there, turn look at Chase. you. <laughs> yeah, but there's that light right behind. 
behind him, and all I Man. see is just his silhouette. That's all you need to see of me. Right, because gotta, I don't want anybody to know my identity. You got to go, Nate? Yeah. All right, man. Got to do the ribs. All right. I do, I do like your beard, though. It's pretty cool. See you, Nate. Oh, thank you, sir. You remind me of the Spartans. We'll edit all this out. Yeah, without we will. The, the, without the muscles. The Spartans minus muscles. <laughs> Not that but, he's insulting you or anything. But the pigment is dead on. And you know what's crazy is I told myself not to ask the question, but I almost said, hey, are you losing your hair? But I told myself not to. Because you got the exact same hairline. <laughs> People looking at that. Totally. Look at that hairline, bro. Yeah, I have a widow's peak. That's it's like Vegeta in here. Yeah, I've always had that. What's her name? Oh, my gosh. Solar sails. They can accelerate nonstop. So instead of, like, they don't accelerate very fast. Maybe, you know, half a meter a second. But they can accelerate constantly. And so, like, within within seven years, it's already passing Voyager. That's not bad. Not bad. Like, that's fantastic. That's faster than the, the TIE engines. Because the TIE engines are, like, I think they're, it would take, I don't even remember the number. I'm not going to pretend like I remember it. But it would take a ridiculous amount of time. But they make that cool TIE fighter sound. <laughs> they don't make that noise. <laughs> that's how I don't like it. But yeah, no, the, the tie, but the cool thing about those is, is that it's a constant output with like almost no loss of energy over like. Is that like the, uh, uh, what are they called? Twin the ions. Plasma ion engine? Yeah. Those are so cool. They're really cool, but they're slow as all get out. Yeah, they are. Uh, that's the one that's around series right now. Yes. Which, by they the way, that's engine. super cool too. Yes, it is. Uh, Denton. I still have your Celebration of Discipline book. Just FYI. I've been meaning to give you that. Oh, yeah? Every time you come up. I'm over, so sorry. Celebrate that Discipline. Book, I don't remember that book being any good. What? Was it good? Dude, I don't it's, remember. It's like my number one book. <laughs> Chase is cha- he based his life around this book. I've read it twice, and that means something. Really? Yeah. Every I highlighted it in that one, didn't I? You or I did, because it definitely has highlights in it. Probably. Okay, well. Anyways, it's freaking good. I don't. I don't, I didn't remember giving that to you. I don't even remember what, like, that's about. Well, let's just say that you let me borrow it, and then I bought my own copy. So I have two copies. <laughs> I remember I read it and didn't like it. What? I don't even remember what it was about. I just remember going, I disagree with this guy on so many things, like, the whole time. Anyways. I think I had to read that, but, like, I read the is audiobook it? version oh my gosh, no, while I was a, at work. That's by the Quaker, isn't it? Yes! Oh, yeah, that's terrible. Not the Quaker. He's yeah, not he, the Quaker, is he? He's totally a Quaker. Or, he's a shaker. He's a, he's a, He's a, quaker. He's a rule breaker. Damn it, Seth, with the rhyme. <laughs> so good. Heartbreaker, dream maker, love taker, don't you mind me? Is it, uh, what's his name? Wesley? Foster. Foster, okay. Oh, yeah, he is a Quaker. Not an imposter. Yeah, Foster, who's a Quaker who's inspired by Lutherans, which maybe the Lutheran side makes me feel weird, but the Quaker side is really interesting because, like, he's so, like, chill and, like, yeah, everything's cool, man. <laughs> Dude, they make delicious bread. Have you ever had Quaker bread? They make some pretty good oats, too, <laughs> I guess. I just pulled Seth off just my damn microphone. Punched himself in the they face. They also develop penitentiaries. I, I didn't my face at all. Yep. Oh, damn, I thought you did. No, 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 no. I just pulled the mic off. So, <laughs> didn't the future of our podcast is... Right now, we're just doing it for fun. I'm trying to rope it in to where it gets more serious, but it never works. Really? This podcast is like the least serious one we've done. No, this one's, this one's way different than the usual. Like, honestly, didn't, don't take this as a cross section of what it's usually like. How many, do we have three or four up right now? 
We have four up right now. I have two that I've I've heard the first one. Okay. Um, well, I'll send you the I've link. heard the first one, and and Josh and I had a conversation about it. it. It seemed like it needed to end a few times. Like, this one probably has. Yeah. They're not. They're all like that, but they're they flow a little better, because we kind of okay. hit our stride, sort of, Which I one guess. was the best one? Like, number three, was it? Number three is good, and number five is really good. What What are their names? Episode one, two, three, four, five. Okay. I didn't okay. want to. I didn't want to get fancy with it. So, uh, what? What do you? Where do you see this going? I don't. I don't know. I wanna. I wanna rope it in and get it to be more of a topic based show. Um, Have on actual experts instead of Chase babbling. <laughs> Dude, what the hell, bro? <laughs> you said you want to kick him in the nuts. He has the right. <laughs> because I'm the only one who brings up like articulate information. Thanks, Chase. About science. <laughs> Thanks, Chase. This is why they let me say things to you, Chase. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, yeah, we, you know, I do want to eventually have like guests and stuff. We're just kind of, it's just a fun hobby right now. Um, that we're going to see what happens. We have six, vi- um, six, six or seven now. I don't know when to shut up. He doesn't. It's true. Um, like now would be a good time to. My, my carpet. Anyway, so we have six or seven episodes and we're going to put those up all at once, probably this week. Um, and I'll send you a link so you can view them early because we have a website. Don't put them up all at once. You gotta, you gotta release them episode by episode. You think that way we have an opportunity to be six weeks behind and not tell anybody? Yes. If you could be six weeks behind in school, would you have been? I always was anyway. <laughs> always was. <laughs> uh, no. Then why be six weeks behind? Then why not just jump right in? The thought we had was that if we release six at once, then there's like kind of a back catalog for people to look at. A buffer? Yeah. Oh, a back catalog. Yeah, and then yeah, we I was can... thinking you were going to want to run it as a buffer. No, no, no. It's six, and then we just do one a week from there on. What are okay. you doing? Seriously. Sorry. I didn't think that you could hear that. <laughs> but it was like... like, <laughs> like poof, poof, poof. You were uh, doing some type of industrial work in the background. I was running my comb across the, de- like, Jesus, the table. Jesus, that's a comb? Oh, my God. This, I told you this mic is fantastic. I you were it's a blacksmith. Okay, let's go... Uh, let's... Let's get back on to talking about space for about 20 more minutes. <coughs> okay. And then uh, I'm going to edit out everything up until right now. Can you make me sound smarter? No. No? I edit out all no your... No editing in the world. I do edit out all your ums and likes, but that's about it. I think I say um. I don't say like. You, you don't say like very much. You mm. do every now and then. You do say it every now and then, but you don't very much. The the thing I end up editing most when I edit these podcasts is long gaps in what Seth says. <laughs> and I'm not being insulting right now. That's no, just, I really do talk Seth slow. will talk like I this, and then he'll talk pause. Because I have to think about what I'm saying. So anyway, so how, like, have you guys thought about the fact, I watched a thing by PBS Space Time. I don't know if you guys have read any of their stuff um, or watched any of their videos, but they have a YouTube channel. And they did this whole thing over why we should colonize Venus instead of Mars. And their points were really good. I want to hear them. Was Yeah, I want to hear this because 900 degrees. No, know, they, right? They, it's they, so hot. They address that. and they Oklahomans talk. are used to it. <laughs> <laughs> they address it. Um, basically what they said was the, the advantages. They list the advantages and they list the disadvantages. Um, but the advantages are the gravity is really similar to Earth. Mm-hmm. It's like... <laughs> 
Oh, it's not identical. The, the, you're going to be you're going like, to weigh less. It's on like Venus. eighty or eighty five percent the but yeah. gravity of Earth. But Mars, yeah, Venus is close. Yeah, and Mars is substantially less. Like our bones would degrade significantly. It's like sixty sixty five percent. Yeah. Like, have you thought about that? Yeah. I Sorry. About that. Like how crazy? Like just two generations of people living on Mars, they would look completely different. Oh, they would. How much they would mass be... you could lift, though. You'd be a beast. Oh yeah, they'd be subs- Well, no, not after a while. Once well, after a, after a while, you'd. Your body would acclimate. Humans probably within starting in a, in a week. Yeah. yeah, humans on Mars right now, like any of us, we would be superheroes. That's the whole point of um. I don't know if you guys John Carmen. Yeah, or Carpenter or John whatever Carter. his name was. What John Carter? John what, Carter. What are you talking about? It's a book, it's a, it's a book series. It's a really good book series and a okay movie. Oh, series. the Disney movie. Yeah, but the whole point of it is he's a human on. I Mars. enjoyed it. I did too. I liked it. I wish they'd make a sequel. They won't. But he's like really strong because you know third of gravity or something like that. Yeah, right. And he's tiny, but he's he's really strong. Anyway, but so if we go to Mars, humans are gonna lose a ton of bone and muscle mass, and probably become shorter. Um, all sorts of other things, um, just physical things that we haven't really thought of how we're gonna fix. Would you have less back problems because of the less gravity and? Uh, compression of your spine? I don't know. It depends on how much bone mass we, lo- we lose. In orbit, you start losing bone density within the first week. Yeah. You start peeing just straight calcium. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I was just thinking about your uh, your little sponges between each vertebra. Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Don't, you, you, do gain, you do gain like an inch or two being in orbit because uh, you're, you're not compressed. Right. That makes sense. Okay. Um, so one of the advantages of Venus is that it has, you know, we actually can have good gravity to where it's not really going to do much physical damage to us. Um, the other thing is NASA has designs for like blimps basically um, that they want to employ in the atmosphere of Venus. And cause in the atmosphere, the temperature is around like, like 200, 300 degrees instead of being in <laughs> a balmy 200, a balmy 200. But the thing is it's livable in a spacesuit, like in a suit when you're outside right. Um, whereas on the surface you would die. Um, so, I mean, there's no, it's not perfect. You become a piece of charcoal. Yeah, you, no, you get scorched on the surface. But the thing is, if we ever figure out the pressure's too high, you would die instantly. Not in the atmosphere where they want to set it up, though. The atmosphere is actually the same as Earth. Right, on surface, you, you're bare, the barometric pressure. So this would be the city in the clouds. It would be Cloud City. No, that's the argument that they made. It would be Blimpsville. Yeah, that's what um, PBS made the argument of. They were like, we have the technology to where we could make these blimps if we wanted to. NASA already has it planned out. And you make- could fill them with just regular air. No, that's the thing. That's what they talk about is they just filled it with air. Denton's perceptive. He knows. Um, you, you, like, Earth air would be fine because it's lighter than the gases there. The only problem is that those clouds are sulfuric acid. Yeah, that was the other thing that they didn't address in the video. They were like, there are clouds of sulfuric acid, but we'll figure that out later. Um, that, that seems relatively important. Also, it's closer than <laughs> nope. Mars. Turns it out is. Make them of metal, and you'll last up there forever. You know what's crazy is the in pictures? the beginning of this. What? Sorry. Okay. The pictures of the surface of of Venus. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, where you in the beginning of the in the beginning of the space race, like we had the wor- uh, the USA for those international listeners had the worst luck with Venus, but the Russians. For some reason, like the Russian mentality of just make bigger and stronger, duh, you know, of, <laughs> yeah. of doing everything worked so well on Venus, where Mars is more of a finesse 
Yeah. Place to get to, Venus is more just brute force. Well, because half the problem with Mars is anything that, that we try and land on it will inevitably, unless we do it right, bounce off, basically. Like, and explode after, it'll damage itself from bouncing too many times. Hey, my roommates are back. Come on in. You guys want to be in on this podcast? You guys want my roommates in on your, on your podcast? Because we clearly already lost. <laughs> whoa, whoa, that's the type of defeatist mentality that ruins your podcast. <laughs> That did not ruin our podcast. That is so middle class of you. All right. So See you guys. <laughs> anyway. Well, that and plus Mars has a smaller gravitational footprint. Yeah. I don't know. There were, As my roommates all laugh. <laughs> there were advantages and disadvantages to, to both. Um, but it's a really cool video. And it's they make some pretty good arguments as to why we should be pursuing that and dealing with those trouble, troubles. Like the sulfuric acid and the temperatures, as opposed to dealing with like trying to figure out how to not lose bone mass, how to um, deal with the atmosphere, like just stuff like that. So how do you? Feel so about they're saying. Oh, go ahead. I was wondering, how do you guys feel about the fact that we're actively pursuing a colony on Mars? I shouldn't say like a. Uh... Talking about Mars One. Yeah. Yeah. It's a joke, man. It's a scam. Okay, I, I, bet it I, is. I agree with that because no, I mean the the people. But the sentiment is there. The yeah, technology no, technology isn't, but the emotional sense of it. Yes. Well, no, but the astronauts are coming out this week saying like, no, it's a scam. Like they don't know what they're doing. They don't understand it. They're well, just... that's because kind of like we mentioned before that technology hasn't reached the place where we can do it yet. They're just saying, well, on this rate, we expect that we'll be there by the time it's possible. It's basically the space version of a podcast. It's just a bunch of dudes sitting around like, dude, we can totally do this. We can do this. We can go to Mars. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, th- it, I think it's a joke, personally. I don't really... Well, it's not... I don't think it's a joke. Maybe that company, no, maybe I think, that organization that's what I'm saying. When I say, when I say Mars 1, I mean the actual company itself. I don't think it's a joke to try and colonize Mars. I think we should... Well, look- Elon Musk, that's his, that's his goal. Yeah, that's because he's a superhero. Colonize or die. He's Tony Stark. Why haven't we tried to colonize the moon first? We should. Um, I think the reason why is be, like the aliens. Tell well, us not to come back. Transformers. The amount of fuel and energy it takes to get to the moon, just a little bit more, and you get to Mars. It takes just a little bit more. A uh, little more mass, energy. A little, more gas. A, little, a little bit more gas, and you you escape the Earth. Your escape from the Earth uh, gravitational well, and you're already flinging out into into space. So what yeah. you're saying is we we need a a better propulsionary technology. We've been saying that this whole time. Yeah. I'm well, just saying that didn't to, agree with that. from at the closest. I think the trip to Mars is six to nine months. Right now, yeah. Which, which is not which is not bad. We do we do stints on the space station for longer. I mean, I agree with that, but. It's pretty much a one-way trip, then, or you're going to be there for years. You could you could do you could do a, a round trip, but it would it would be a uh, a two two year trip. It's like it's like three to five years. If I'm, it's it's more than two years for sure. Yeah, because you have to wait till your orbits are getting closer exactly. back again. That's the thing that people don't think about. Also, they don't think about the fact that it's when we launch. I, th- I think it is a three year mission. That would make sense. That's such a long time. So we definitely need more than just a rocket propulsion with the uh, conservation of momentum problem. Now, see, it's it's not it's that's not what you need. You need planning because they they the plans that were in effect long long ago. It was a like a three craft mission. Like there's one that goes before 
that sets up a place where everybody can go to yeah. and it has the return vehicle on it. Yeah. Then there's another one that they basically build the ship in orbit and then they launch the crew to the ship. The ship along with the descent vehicle goes. So there's two ships that leave at the same time. Hit orbit. They transfer from the trans, uh, what, the transferring ship, right. the, uh, the ship that goes between the two planets. The scuttle. And the, the scuttle. And then they dis, to the descent vehicle. And then they ride that down, which is basically the same thing as the ascent vehicle instead of right. another rocket strapped to it. They have a living habitat. So do you think that we have enough monetary resources to try and go about this right now with all the problems that we have here on Earth? There's, here's the thing. We're always going to go to Mars. Yes. We're always going to have things and waiting until it's okay to go. Well, I mean, we went to the moon in the height of the Cold War, you know? So like, yeah. oh yeah. I know. I agree. Also, um, innovation will be inspired by necessity. So you mean necessity is the mother of invention? Sure. Whatever. So we need to go to Mars. Thank you. Thank you, Samuel Clemens. You're welcome. <laughs> the space race was all about one upping the Russians. So we need an enemy, is what you're saying? Yes. It's stupid, mm, but yeah. I don't think we do. Uh, the one-upping the Russians was from worrying that they were going to get a a better launch platform on us. From the moon. I mean, the International Space Station wasn't originally a laboratory. It was a weapon. Mm. The shuttle was ha- originally had, like, weapon characteristics for it. Yeah. Like, it had weapon loadouts for it. The whole reason we To have... think that that thing was strictly for science is stupid. I'm not saying it was. I think that anything I'm just saying, for science but, is l- but look at what happened with that being the main goal originally. Right. You get military funding. That's the only difference. I don't know. There's a, a Republican uh, congressman right now that's pushing for basically the privatization of NASA because he's saying that policy has been dictating what But that's NASA been happening. That's no, I know. Happened. I know. And he's pushing for, for more. decades. Yeah, for a long time. But his whole point. Northrop Grumman, Boeing, all of those, the, all of those guys built Apollo. Yeah, no, I'm not disagreeing all of them with them. I'm just telling the, you what this guy is saying. Um, and he's essentially saying that we're letting government policy dictate innovation and we shouldn't do that. And that's a different, that's a different conversation for a different day. All I'm saying is now, like nowadays, everything is, uh, and NASA's biggest focus is their newest their newest space launch system, which is what's going to take us, one, to a near-Earth asteroid, and two, to Mars. Which we're not even there yet, though. Uh, last Wednesday, they tested their solid rocket booster, which is the largest solid rocket booster ever built, and they're going to have two of those on the, su- on the side of this space launch system. I watched that test. That was really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. But... Uh-huh. To say, to say that we're not there yet is to say, we're not even trying. Like, they launched the actual spacecraft in, I think it was November, the Orion spacecraft. They did all its full-blown test flights. They put it on a Delta Four or Five Heavy, I forget what it's called. Either way, launched that. The, the spacecraft worked wonderfully. Uh, that's, that's the ship that we're going to go to a near-Earth asteroid. That's the ship that we're going to ride in to Mars, basically. I know it's good. So, so like, with that plus the lifting capabilities of this thing, the space launch system is supposed to be able to pick up more than what the Saturn V could. That's impressive. So, and it, it, it's using a lot of the old parts, like the shuttle solid rocket boosters. It's a different design. It's a it's the same idea, different design, different different size. 
they're using the same shuttle engines on it. They're using five of them at the bottom. Okay. So like it's it's in the process. It's being built. It's the same science, but it's just essentially more efficient technology. Oh yeah, way more efficient because it's you know 2015 and not right. You know 1970 whenever they built the shuttle. (laughs) Right. Which was still 1960s technology. Here, 65, almost 70 years in the future. Well, that's why SpaceX is doing so well because they can build like the shuttles they or the rockets they've been using are the same rockets they've been using since you know since the 60s. And SpaceX is building these rockets that lift tons and tons of material with off-the-shelf parts. And if they can land them, like what they've been, they've almost got it several times. Mm-hmm. And if they can land it, that's going to decrease the cost from ten thousand dollars a pound to orbit to like seven, six or seven thousand dollars a pound, which is not huge, but it's the biggest advancement we've made in you know fifty years. Quick question for you guys who know more about science. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that, by the way. I don't know Sorry, how, I don't know how to answer. Ask this question. Um, like space planes. So, what? Why? Why? No. <laughs> can That's we? A great, I don't know. Can, can we make a space plane essentially, like something that will like you launch it like a space, like from like a plane, like an airplane? Yeah, and then it just literally just flies out of the atmosphere and then switches to like solid state. Boots. That's that's the dream. It's really it really is. There's actually a company out of U- the UK that's been working on on the. It's an engine. It's called a Saber engine. Uh-huh. What it what it has is it has these pre coolers on the front of it. the The thing is, once you hit Mach five, uh-huh. the air is so dense and heated up so much that you're getting reentry type heat. Ooh. And so then what, like what altitude are they going from? They're they're well they're trying to make orbit. So they're, they're at, you know, 60, 70, 80,000 feet yeah. before they even start getting up to Mach 3. The, uh, SR-71, which is the highest flying actual yeah. working operating aircraft, like, I knew that one. The wings, the materials on it on the outside were made smaller than the actual size so that when they would heat up, they would thermally expand to the correct fit. <laughs> How crazy. So like that, that thing only barely makes Mach 3. So okay. essentially what you're saying is we definitely yeah, need an, an extraterrestrial platform to launch from. Uh, no, there's, there's, there's companies that, I mean, if you believe the hype that the companies themselves say, like the, the one in the UK is making, it's all about the engine. Uh, Lockheed Martin has been doing things that go to Mach, you know, Mach 9 mm-hmm. in atmosphere, and then it burns up by itself That's because insane. it's just... Oh, in yeah, they're making Mach 9? Yes. Jeez. Uh, it's a scramjet. It's kind of like a ramjet, but like some different things to it. Anyway, it uses a rocket to start it. So it goes faster than what a rocket can. But with a rocket, you have to carry your oxidizer. With an aircraft, you don't have to, in, in the atmosphere, you don't carry as much op, uh, oxidizer, basically. So the, the, the engine that they've developed is a pre-cooler to it that cools down the air from, you know, Four or five thousand degrees down to you know negative twenty, negative thirty, where it burns really efficiently, huh. and it's super dense because the colder it gets, the denser it gets, and then you got all this extra energy. Now, whether it works or not, that's a different different <laughs> question. <laughs> but the pre cooler itself works like it it in an instant. I there's all these statistics on it, like how well it works, but it uses liquid helium that the air travels through before it hits the engine. And so it's cooled down from molten lava to, right. 
without without freezing up, without causing ice, which is what the engines need. I thought we were like I thought we were running out of helium. Is that not well, true? We talk about on the Earth in general. Yeah. Well, we don't have a uh, what would you call it? I mean, it's the oh, most abundant. It's one of the two mm, most mm, abundant mm. things in the universe. But correct. But on Earth, we we don't have a. Uh, we don't have a natural replenishing, yeah. a replenishing supply of it. We don't have a source. So what happens with helium is that it's such a small particle, like hydrogen and helium. It's so small that its natural velocity in our atmosphere is escape is above the escape velocity. Yeah. So we're constantly being bombarded with helium from the sun, and it's constantly escaping. So yeah, exactly. We have an infinite supply, but at the same time, we have a finite supply because we pretty much have the same amount all the time. Hmm. Can we harness it from the sun somehow? That's Dude, harnessing the sun is the dream of like oh, all of our science. That moves up. That, that's the dream of fusion. Into a different like, type if we could do so many things, if we could harness the sun, those guys, the dream of fusion is that the the byproduct is helium. The Japanese but that's not um, happen. the Japanese scientists are, that last week were able to transmit um, energy from one point to another. Um, their whole goal is to be able to put up solar panels in space and then transmit energy straight to Earth, like to power cities and all sorts of stuff. Like, it's the whole, that's what they're working towards. Oh, we just lost it. Okay. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up, guys. Thanks for listening this week because yeah. uh, our guest speaker just hung up on us. So, all right. Hope everybody has a good week. Have a good night. Bye bye.